announce today we are starting our new sermon series called Builders. Can you say that with me? Builders. <clears throat> so it's going to be an eight-week long sermon series. Eight-week long sermon series. We are going to deal with the different areas of our lives, such as spirituality, family, relationships, characteristics, etc. We are going to talk different related things that come under the title Builders. And I believe we are all called to build, not to destroy. We are all called to build, not to destroy. So we are all builders. In fact, God has a call, God has put a call in our lives to build as builders. So can you say that this morning that I'm a builder? Out loud, I'm a, I'm a builder. Can you look at your neighbor and say, I'm a builder? <laughs> we are all builders. So at the beginning of each series, we are going to do one thing. We are going to take a oath known as builder's oath. We are going to take a oath called builder's oath. So shall we all arise as we take the oath this morning? We are going to take builder's oath. So I want you to read, and as we read through, we want to mean it, what we read, and let's allow God to speak into your life. Shall we go ahead? Let's get started. I believe that I'm called to build, not to destroy. I believe that I'm called to build on the foundation of Christ. I'm called to build myself up, not to destroy. I'm called to build my family, not to destroy. I'm called to build my marriage, not to destroy. I'm called to build my church, not to destroy. I'm called to build my nation, not to destroy. I'm also called to encourage one another and to build each other up. I will be, shall we continue? I will be faithful to my call to build. I will take all the efforts to build it out loud. Even if it requires me to sacrifice my time, my effort, my ego, my status, I will still look for opportunities to build others. I will rejoice over seeing other lives being built by me. I will join my fellow builders to build the kingdom of God on this earth without any national, lingual, racial, color and denominational discriminations in Jesus name. Amen. Please be seated. So we are starting a sermon series called Builders. I really get fascinated when I see someone building something. I go to them closely and I look at them the way they build it. Next two weeks, I'm so glad because a carpenter is going to come here and he is going to build. And I'm going to visit every, every hour to see how he is going to build, what he is going to build. So I love to build. I also love to see progress. I also love to see success. I love to see growth. 
Not only in my life, I want to see that in the life of my people. I want to see that in the life of my city, in the life of my nation. I'm such a kind that I want to see something growing, not stagnant, something happening. Every day morning when I come and when we both come and want to have our tea in, in the lobby, in our house, you know, there are plans around us. You know, we want to see that growth, you know, how they are coming. We take pictures and, you know, we send those pictures to somebody because we want to see something moving, something growing. In my childhood days, I had access to one of the, everywhere we were living together, I had access to the dispensary. So where medicines are dispensed in the, in the tea estates where we were living in. So I used to go to the compounder there, you know, who, who mixes the medicine and give to us, and then ask him to uh, ask him for used injection bottles. You know that injection bottles that come with a small cotton? So I collect them and I take them back home. I use the small boxes over the injection bottles as a vehicle, structure for the vehicle. I make windows and doors in that. And the, the injection bottles have rubber caps, lids. Use those rubber, rubber caps as for wheels and drag them along. I liked building. I use small DC motors to build small cars that are operated by batteries. I also, do, I remember very well, I used to do this often, a rotating thermally functioning aquarium where fishes are down, cutouts are taken, and it, it's, it's all, I mean, if any of you want, I can show you. It, uh, and then, you know, we put cellophane paper, different color fishes, and in the dark room, we make that rotate because it functions when you have a light bulb and a heat escapes and the heat waves escapes and it pushes it and it rotates automatically. And you'll see, you'll get a feel that as if you are sitting in an aquarium. You'll see the fishes, you know, in, in the wall. I used to build a lot. I, I like building. I used to build film projectors and invite friends and families there you know, to have a, a session of projecting in those days, black and white and Eastman color, if any of you remember, Eastman color, you know, those are the color films available. So I used to project films, build projector and project films in the wall and have a good time with families and friends. So I can go on and on. We are all called to build. Builders are certainly not destroyers. They are builders. And today God is telling that you and I are builders. We are called to build. You know, at times builders demolish. They destroy, but ultimately they are not damaging anything. They are trying to make something better than what was there already. Can you imagine a world without builders? Can you ever imagine a world without builders? World without builders is going to be like a desert. We can see men and women walking along with the camel everywhere. That's what we can see. Earth without builders. So we shall, we're thanking God for all the builders in this world. Without builders, there won't be any structures. There won't be any builders. There won't be any buildings. There won't be any bridges. There won't be any skyscrapers. There won't be any stadiums. There won't be any theme parks. We need builders to experience and enjoy the way we are enjoying the earth today. So earth is going to be flat if there is no builder. We all, need to, we all need to live under the mercy of nature, hiding ourselves behind the trees and climbing and living in the trees. Have you ever imagined a world without builders? Builders are very, very essential and very, very important. We want to thank God for builders building 
is your builders are very important very essential for human survival not only human even few other creations of God they are good builders birds skillfully build their nests different colors different types of nests they build it they lay their eggs they incubate them and they preserve their nestlings in those nests they build birds are excellent builders this morning we are talking about builders so today as a first sermon i want to take your attention to the two different kinds of builders that jesus was talking about in the gospel of matthew shall we turn our bibles to matthew chapter 7 we are going to read verses 24 to 27 matthew chapter 7 verse 24 therefore are you there shall we read together therefore Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the winds blew, and beat on the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended flood came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall this morning i would like to title my sermon as builders the wise and the foolish can you say that with me builders the wise and the foolish Jesus, after preaching the longest sermon that he ever preached, what is that sermon called? The Sermon on the Mount. After he preached the longest sermon, at the end of the sermon, Jesus looked at the disciples and the multitudes, and this is what he said. He said, whoever hears me and do accordingly, is like a man who is building his house on the rock. Can you all say rock? And also he said, whoever listens to me, hears me, and who does not do accordingly, is like a foolish man who builds the house on this. And how many of you heard already sermon on this parable? How many of you? Yeah, yeah. Most of us, right? We already heard sermon on this parable, which is a very, very common parable. Even children know the story. So Jesus is talking about two different kinds of builders here. The one who built on the rock and the other one who built on the sand. You need to help me this morning. One who built on the rock and the other one who built on the sand. And both were builders, aren't they? Both were builders. They were builders. And both were qualified builders. Both were licensed to build. Otherwise, they would not have built. Both were licensed to build. And both would have had a design. Both of them would have a blueprint. And both of them had the bill of material to purchase for building construction. And both would have both have done the foundation because what of God say? One put the foundation on the sand and one put the foundation on the rock. They did everything. In the same way, both the builders and both the builders were certainly capable of building. There is no doubt about it. 
They all build it together. They both build it together. And both the buildings were built according to the code. Forget the foundation, but if you look at the building, both the buildings were built according to the code. And anyone who passed by the side of the uh, building, both the buildings are going, is going to admire the splendor of the, both the buildings. They all came out good. They were all standing straight. They looked majestic. They looked amazing. Everything was all right until the day came. On a particular day, there was a storm. Bible says rain descended, flood came up, the winds blew and beat on the house, both the houses in the same way. In our lives, we see at times troubles are coming over a child of God and who is not a child of God, who is not following, who is not, who doesn't do anything with God. Troubles are coming upon both of them in the same way. Was it expected? Yes. Yes. We see two buildings, one is standing on the rock, one is standing on the sand. Wind is blowing over both the buildings in the same way. Even though both the houses were built by a qualified builder, even though both the houses had a blueprint, even though both the houses had a foundation, even though they had a process to build, they had a bill of material to purchase, they all look splendid. They all look splendid and they all look majestic. Both the buildings were perfect. The house that was built on the sand fell down. The house that was built on the rock stood still. There was a difference. Even though many things are same, there was a difference. What is the difference? There was a difference. What is the difference? One was built on the rock. The other one was built on the sand. What do we learn? We know that we are called to build. But what do we learn from this parable? What do we build our lives upon? That's a question that I was asking to me. What do I build my life upon? What do you build your life upon? What our lives are built upon? It's nothing to do with the appearance of the building. Listen to me carefully. What do our build our lives upon is not really seen in our lives. What do we build our lives upon is not seen what we in what we do for God. What are we build our life upon is not seen by the wealth, by the health, by our family, by our famous fame or popularity. It is not seen. It is not seen. Both the buildings, they look alike. Nothing was different. What we build our lives upon is not even seen in the miracles that are happening, in the revivals that are taking place. What we build our life upon is not at all seen by others. What our lives are built upon is seen only when calamity strikes us. When evil comes upon our lives, when challenges come on our way, when troubles come on our way, both the buildings start behaving differently. When everything is good, everything is all right. Things are good, it's all fine. But when storm comes against us, when it starts striking our lives, that's the time 
upon what we are built is going to be seen. Are you with me? That's the time it is seen where his foundation was on what he was standing. I want to take you right away through the judgment day. Talking about the white throne judgment where sinners will be separated from those who are godly. Those who are godly. The foundations are different. One is built on the solid rock. Another one is built on the sand. Until then it is not seen. That's the reason we say that do not follow anybody. We don't know what they are going through in their own life. Just follow God. Just follow God because we don't know. Until the day comes in our lives, we don't know. We are not there yet. There are a couple of things, a couple of learnings that we need to learn before we leave from this place. Number one, first of all, our foundation is important, whether it is rock or sand. Can you say rock or sand? I want you to come along with me, with my thoughts. So there's a good teaching here this morning. First of all, our foundation is important. Rock or sand. Rock refers to something which is very solid. Sand refers to something which is fluid. Even though sand is not fluid, the granular sizes, the size is very small so that it can flow like fluid. Sand can flow like fluid. Rock is solid, but sand is very fluid. Rock refers to Christ. Do you remember? The rock refers to the strong foundation. The rock refers to the rock of ages. The rock refers to the, the rock that Moses struck. The rock refers to the rock that was split at the cross. The rock refers to the foundation or the cornerstone. Sand, on the other hand, some refers to something which is not stable. The wealth of this world. The health of all of us. The fame and the popularity and the influence that we have and also our emotions. Also our emotions, they refer to sand. Sand is not stable, it's very fluid. It keeps changing, it flows from one place to the other. The things of this world are not solid like rock solid, they are very fluid. This morning what is important is, the question is, our foundation, where our foundation is laid. Where our foundation is laid. The question that you need to ask, I need to ask is, why do we do what we do today? Why do we do what we today do today? Why do we come to church? Why do we follow God? That's going to decide, the answer is going to tell where our foundation is. If the answer is not Jesus Christ, if the answer is anything else, our foundation is not the rock. Our foundation is not the rock. Why do we do what we do today? Why do we come to church? Why do we follow God? Why do we all those things? Why do we keep away from different people who are into sinful things? Why do we isolate ourselves at times, separate ourselves? If the answer is not Jesus, that simply means our foundation is not on Jesus Christ. If we follow God or the other gods or the wealth, or the health, or the blessings of this world are thinking that if I can follow God, I can become famous, I can become popular, I can do so many things. If our motivation is not right, if we don't do all those things for the sake of God, 
If we don't do all these things because we love Jesus Christ, listen to me. If we don't do all these things because, not because of the love that we have on Jesus, that simply tells us that our foundation is not on Jesus. This morning, the question that you need to ask, I need to ask is, where is my foundation? What do I do? Why do I do? What do I do? Why do I do all these things that I want to do? I want to set a good example for my children. I follow God's ways. But what is my objective? What am I trying to achieve? These are all very important. So we all agree that we need to lay a strong foundation on the solid rock that is Jesus Christ. But how do we do it? How can we lay a strong foundation on Jesus Christ? Can you come with me again to the same scripture, Matthew 7, 24? Shall we read together? The answer is there. Therefore, read with me. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. How can we build our house on the rock? We need to hear what he says and we need to do what he says. Can you say that with me? We need to hear what he says. All of you, all of you. We need to hear what, all of you. We need to hear what he says and we need to do, do what he says. Can you say that again? We need to hear what he says and we need to do what he says. How do we know God? How do we know what we hear from him? How do we hear from him? From where we hear God? Hello church, where do you hear God? Reading the word of God from his word. Can you hear God in the radio? Yes or no? You need to say yes sir. No. Can you hear God in the internet? Can you hear God in Amazon.ca? That doesn't work, right? Can you hear God in Google Home? You're not saying anything. It depends on what it plays, right? It depends on what it plays. If it plays word of God, then probably you're going to hear God again. So what is important is we need to hear God. The only way to hear God is by his word. Only way to hear God is by his word. So we need to study the word of God and we need to do accordingly. That's simple, as simple as that. So when we do this, we lay the foundation on Jesus Christ. Singing is part of it. Worshipping is part of it. Dancing is part of it. Flowing in the emotion and praising God is all part of it. But if you do all these things without studying the word of God, what is missing? Your foundation is missing. Are you with me this morning? Can I hear an amen? It's all important. But what is the most important? The word of God. The word of God. So we are not just called to be Christians. We are called to build our life. Unless we build our life, we, are, we cannot be a real Christian, fruitful Christian, effective Christian. So what is important is to build our lives on the rock. So we need to feed the word of God. Today many churches, I'm not complaining, blaming, but today many churches, they feed milk. How about it is, if you have grown up, Give a milk bottle and ask him to milk, drink milk with them from the milk bottle to a grown-up adult. That's how it is if we don't feed the word of God. It is very important that we need, Paul says, he says, you know, you are no more babies to drink milk. You need to take solid food. You need to take eat, you need to eat meat. Amen? 
We need to start reading the word of God. We need to start growing in the word of God. So first, what is important is proper foundation is very, very important. Come with me. Come along with me. Secondly, not just the foundation. How we build our lives over the foundation is very, very important. The building process, the materials that are used, they are all very important. Shall we read the scripture when Paul writes, now what we read was Jesus' parable, that parable that Jesus told. Now we are jumping into 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 11 to 15. What Paul says here, shall we read with me? Can you read with me? For no other foundation, read along with me. You need to help me. My throat is not good. So you need to be reading out loud. For no other foundation, yes, can lay than that which is laid which is jesus christ verse 12 now if anyone builds on this so where is the foundation stop 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 where is the foundation was it on sand we are not talking about that anymore it's gone we are very sure that the foundation need to be on jesus christ that's done now we are talking paul is taking us to one more level above we are all putting our foundation on jesus christ can you read with me now if anyone builds on this foundation on jesus christ how can we build we can build with gold silver precious stones wood hay straw we can build our christian life with all these kinds of materials i'll come to the spiritual meaning in a moment and let's let's move further let's go to verse 13. each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is verse 14 if anyone's work which he has built on it ensure endures he will receive a reward. Verse 15, if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as so as through fire. This scripture is talking about believers. People like you and me. Those who decided to lay our foundation on Jesus Christ. So how can we build? What are those materials? Can you read that materials again? Gold, if you remember gold. Silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and straw. So which is the costliest one out of all this? Are you sure? Okay. So we can build our Christian life with all these things. See, when you help me, my throat opened. Gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. With all this, we can build our house. Now listen to me carefully. This may be a revelation for you this morning. It is optional to each one of us how we can build our Christian life. That's what all of us don't do the same thing. It is optional. It is in our hands to build with gold or silver or precious metal or hay or straw or wood. In whatever way we want, we can, we can do. But what is going to decide on the end of the day? Fire is going to decide. God is going to just burn everything that we have done and what is going to endure, what stands accordingly, we will be rewarded. But we will escape. It says we will escape still because we are building on Jesus Christ. We don't need to do all these things in order to go to heaven. But if you want your work to be rewarded, we need to be careful. It says how we can build, we are talking about building, how we can build our Christian life. If you can put the next slide. We can put, if you can put the next slide please. We can build our Christian life on Christian discipline. It's gold. 
We can also be without disciplining. We can just randomly pick up things and whenever we want to go, we can go. Whatever we want to do, we can do. We can randomly and we can pray, we can confess and we can have a good relationship with God. Building with gold, building with wood. Being faithful in our giving, it's like silver. But we're not necessary. At times we are not faithful. We fall short. But it's like building with hay. Some people are very meticulous in prayer life, Bible reading, meditation, and all those things. Precious stones. Precious stones. But sometimes we take it easy. Take it easy. Sometimes we don't pay much attention. But still we are Christians. We are followers of God. We follow God. Building our Christian lives with straw. Serving God. Some people are willing to just jump in to serve God. They are just building their Christian life with gold. Some people are not at all serving. They are building with wood. Some people are helping others. Serving with building with silver. Some people are not helping. Building with hay. Keeping away from sinning. Precious stones. Some people, some of us sin and then confess, get confessed. Sin and then again come back to God and say sorry. How many times we'll say sorry? Depending on how many times we sin, right? Building our life with straw. Can you go back to the scripture again? First Corinthians 3, 15, 11 to 15. If anyone, yes, right there. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. What will get burned when we build our Christian lives with hay, straw, and wood? It will be burned. He will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved because he is still following God. Still following God. But yet, so as through fire. So many testings that God applies in our lives. Today when testing comes and tribulations come on our way, we need to sit at the feet of God and realize and analyze Lord, how am I building my life? Why things are getting burned? Whatever I have done, Lord, it is not rewarding me anything. I want to build my life, Lord, in a very disciplined Christian way. I want to build my life, Lord, when being sincere in everything that I do. If we do that, the fire is going to test and God is going to reward. Remember, all of us need to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. The white throne judgment is for sinners where God condemns people to hell, those who do not follow God. But we all as believers, we don't need to stand before, behind, before the white throne judgment and get condemned. It's not for believers, but you and I need to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Shall we read Romans chapter 14 verses 20, 10 to 12? Can you read with me? But why do you judge your brother or why do you show contempt? Contempt that simply means hatred or disagreement with your brother or why why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Where this scripture is need to be used, it is used, it is used in the context of judgment. So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. We are talking about two different judgments, the parable of the wise and foolish builder that talks about the white throne judgment that is going to come upon the land, come upon people. It depends on where we build. Do we build on Christ? If you build on Christ, the solid rock can go to heaven. If you build on the singing sand, God is going to judge us. 
But as believers, we are going to stand before the judgment throne of Christ, seat of Christ, and Jesus is going to judge us based on how we build our lives. Whether gold or silver or precious metal or hay or straw or wood. Two things are important as I close. Two things are important. If you can put the next two slides, please. Two things are important. Just this, let this be a takeaway from today's morning sermon. God wants us to build on the rock. Wise man built his house on the rock. It is important for us to build our foundation on Jesus Christ. And we can do that only by hearing his word and doing his word. Hearing his word and doing his word. And if we don't build our lives on Jesus Christ, we will be standing before. We have to face the white throne judgment. This morning what is important is, where is our foundation? What is our foundation made of? The second thing that we need to worry about is how do we build is very important. It is very important how do we build our lives with gold, silver or precious metal. That is with Christian discipline. That's why church teaches Christian discipline. That's why we encourage families to get disciplined. Otherwise it's not going to work. You are accountable. We are accountable. If we don't bring that discipline in your life and at times we don't like to get disciplined. You will be disciplined here in this church, no matter what it takes. That's the call of God on our lives, to discipline because one day we need to give account the same way you need to give account. So with gold, silver and precious metals, materials, that is with Christian discipline if you build your house, if your life, or with wood, hay, straw, that is life with taking it easy, superficial Christian life. That is not allowing us to be disciplined. But God is going to take an account. We all need to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of everything. There are a couple of more scriptures in reference. If you want, you can let me, you can approach me. I'll show that where it is. It's very, very important when we live on the face of this earth to build our lives. This morning, shall we always?